I'm Cassidy. I'm Emma. And, and this, this is, is Ain't Doing Right. ADR is a phrase usually reserved for veterinary medicine, but certainly applicable to the world at large. This podcast consists of our opinions on articles and stories collected from the people of the internet, our inboxes, and our everyday lives. These people ain't doing right, and neither are we. Episode four. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, I know. The okay. intros are always so awkward I because I don't want to say, like, back at it again yeah. every single episode because I don't want to be made fun of. I know. If we have some, that's when I'm, when I'm, like, writing our descriptions for stuff or, like, our posts. I don't want to say, like, the same thing over and over again. But yeah. I, my instincts say the same thing over and over again. All right, yeah. we can start over. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably going to use that to tell you the truth. All right, here we are. We are here. Well, I guess we'll start with uh, unfinished business. So we had some suggestions and feedback in our last few episodes. We haven't gotten any emails except from from Miss Terry. Shout out yep. to you, Miss Terry. Terry. Thank you for all of your wonderful feedback. But if anyone is sending us emails in regards to any of our specific segments, whether you have a story or something like that, make the subject the title of the segment that it pertains to. That way we can filter them pretty quickly and we can actually set up auto filters yes. to put them into separate boxes so that we can organize that stuff if we ever end up having emails. <laughs> Correct. If we ever actually have an influx yes. of emails that need to be sorted. Yes. And so I had a couple unfinished business. Do you have any unfinished business? Because I had ones from previous episodes. Um, nope. Mine was just like kind of thoughts on podcast structure. So Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. So we're kind of playing around with it. Obviously, we said like the first episode was way longer than we were going for. Yeah. The second episode was a lot shorter, but we weren't necessarily quite as happy with it. Um, third episode was kind of in the middle, and we really liked it. But um, we want feedback on whether you guys would prefer us to make sure that they are shorter episodes. If you prefer the longer episodes that just have kind of more depth and content. Or if you would kind of like to have a meet in the middle where we rotate out segments so we can go more in depth on fewer segments. So, yep, just thoughts and feedback on what you guys prefer. Based on the first three episodes, um, we're recording three episodes at a time, so there won't be any changes based on that feedback for a few epi- few episodes, but we would love to hear thoughts. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think it's probably going to end up being more of a, like, it's as long as it needs to be yeah. kind of thing. And I can always edit out bulk. And episode two was unique in that it probably wasn't very good because we totally killed our vibe because I'm an idiot. And I didn't remember to plug back in the microphone and we started recording. And so it was just recording on my laptop and... It sounded like somebody was filming it with a toaster. Yeah, and, it wasn't good. No, and so Cassidy noticed, luckily, and told me. And so we had to do, like, the first ten minutes over again. So the vibe was kind of dead after that. But yeah. hopefully these episodes will be better. I feel like I've, I'm really excited about some of my content. Yeah, I'm I am too. Some new stuff, so I'm really happy about that. I do have something to add from episode one, because we talked about Celine Dion. I found out recently that she has a disease called yeah. stiff person syndrome. It is a rare auto. Yeah, I know. It's an, a rare autoimmune neuro- neurological disorder, um, and it affects one to two people per million in the population. Wow. Yeah, so it's That's really, insane. really rare. Yeah. Apparently, I guess, despite its rarity, we have a pretty good understanding of what causes it, how to diagnose it, and how to treat it. But primarily, <clears throat> what she's experiencing is like a lot of rigidity, um, increased muscle tone, which doesn't sound like a bad thing, but I guess wow. it could be uncomfortable. Stiffness that makes it hard to move, hard to walk, and painful muscle spasms. Symptoms are usually treated with a muscle relaxer. So Celine Dion, she's only 54. Really? She's pretty young. That's pretty that's young. Not, yeah, that's not that old. <gasps> no, so she's... <laughs> it's not that old. She's, yeah, Celine, yeah, she's only 54. And I just feel like that's so tragic. And I think she had a residency in Las Vegas. And I don't know if she was either that was going to end and she was going to go on tour or if she's put that on hold. I'm not sure which. But she's put basically her career on hold yeah. to deal yeah, with this. Yeah, because she had like a standing show in Vegas. Yep. Like you go to see Celine Dion in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call it a residency, like a doctor. Oh, is that what they yeah. call it? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's a research. Residency. <laughs> yeah, oh. a residency. Yeah. Huh. I was like, huh, that sounds so 
Official. Official. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, she is a queen, so. Yeah, this is true. I also have another one from episode one, and I think it was Dr. Rory who actually told me about this. Chick-fil-A is coming out with a cauliflower sandwich. So, when I was doing my research for odd news, it kept popping up about <laughs> them getting their vegan sandwich, and I was like, why is this so important? I never actually read it. It's going to be made of cauliflower? Yes. Okay. It's going to be Did made they of do cauliflower. It for you? Not for me, because I won't be having it. And, uh... I don't really think it's going to take off, but I could be no, wrong. Maybe, I just, I mean, I'm not a fan. The Lord's cauliflower doesn't roll off your tongue the same as the Lord's chicken. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. It doesn't, but I guess it would be the Lord's cauliflower, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't like that. I'm probably not going to partake. No. I'm being perfectly honest. I likely will never try it. Yeah. And then the last piece of unfinished business I have is I... I think I found the final Fruit Loops sticker. This is from episode two. We talked about this in episode two. Do you? I think I found the last one. I was making the schedule for uh-huh. work, and I found it in my calendar. That was the last one. I, I do believe that was the last Fruit Loops sticker. I don't know. I'm going to find one, like, five Maybe. years down the road. Because, I mean, there's another one that I know of that you haven't specifically mentioned, but I could be wrong. Maybe you have mentioned it. I'll have to check the ones you sent me in our text messages to see if it's in there or not. There was quite a few. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that it's over. I mean, I can do, do it again. Yeah, I mean, whatever fruits your loops. Whatever fruits your loops, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I had for uh, unfinished business, so. The only other thing I had was just to thank everybody for their support so far. Yeah. I really enjoyed, like, the people that I didn't necessarily anticipate that have reached out to me and said that they really enjoyed uh, our show so far. And we appreciate, like, all the constructive feedback and just people who are, like, messaging us and saying anything, really. Mm -hmm. So we've been really appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got one about the Vomit Popcorn Bowl today. A message about the Vomit Popcorn Bowl. Kaylee sent me one yesterday. My friend Megan. Yeah. So, uh, actually, and and Megan, the one that sent me that message, she has said she was going to send me any, like, am I the asshole stories that she finds that are good. So I was like, good. Less work I have to do. Yep. But, yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, we really enjoyed doing this, and we hope to continue doing it. And uh, the feedback has given us a lot of encouragement. So Definitely, definitely. So moving right along into peculiar news. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to go first? Oh, I can. Yeah. The headline for my news story is police break into gallery to rescue unconscious woman who turned out to be an art installation. An employee of Laz Emporium in London's Soho area came downstairs from making a cup of tea to discover the doors off the hinges and two confused police officers. I'll post this because there is a picture of the art installation, but police broke down the doors of a London art gallery to save a woman slumped unconscious over a table, only to discover she was made of packing tape and foam filler. (laughs) The lifeless woman they had been trying to save was in fact an art installation entitled Christina which is on display at the London Gallery. The work was commissioned by Steve Lazarides, Banksy's former agent and the dealer behind Laz Emporium. Mr. Lazarides said Hannah, who is working in the who was working in the art gallery that day, had just locked up and gone upstairs to make a cup of tea. She came down to find the door off its hinges and two confused police officers. London's Metropolitan Police were responding to a call about a person in distress at the gallery on the evening of the 25th of November. Officers forced entry to the address where they uncovered that the person was, in fact, a mannequin. The installation features a woman wearing trainers and a yellow hoodie slumped face forward in a bowl of soup, her long blonde (laughs) hair concealing her face. The realistic sculpture is by American artist Mark Jenkins and is based on Mr. Lazaride's sister. This is apparently not the first time the the installation which sits in the gallery window has caused trouble. In October, paramedics were called to assist the woman... So there you go. They thought Christina was drowning in a bowl of soup. Well, they thought she was unconscious. Can I see the picture? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. (laughs) She's wearing a hoodie. Yeah. Oh my god. She She really does. She really looks like a live person. Like she's having a bad time. Yeah. I picture. Okay, this is what happened to Christina. I picture her drunk in a diner Mm -hmm. after a wild night. Yeah. This is Christina. That's what she. She she looks rough. Oh my god. I mean, like, we can't see her face, as they mentioned. It's concealed by her hair. But if I were to just see this, I would also be concerned. This yeah, but what would you do? Would you call the police? 
I guess. I mean, that would be like not on the window. That was a no. Maybe I wouldn't. I would (laughs) probably uh, consult with whomever I was with or call someone and be like, yo, there's this girl. Should I call the police? Or just like try and wake her up, but obviously I'm not going to get any response. Yeah. She very well could be dead. The way she slumped over the table, she could be dead. Now that I've heard this article, I probably would call the police, but my gut instinct is not to do that. And I wish I was a better person. I mean, like, I would have looked for signs of breathing. You wouldn't have seen any. Yeah, I, that's what probably what I would have done. I probably would have watched and looked to see if I could see her, yeah. like, rising but and falling But you a wouldn't bit. because she's fake. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd probably try to consult others, like, on the street. Yeah. And be like, yo. You'd be like, do you see You know this? anything about this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad just, it wasn't like, a crisis. This makes me think, you know, like, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Because, yeah. like, this... Art and beauty is so subjective. Especially to the police. <laughs> Correct. I, I would not see this and be like, oh, wow, that's beautiful. Like, no. But I guess maybe well, it's it's supposed art to... doesn't have to be beauty. It can just be thought-provoking. Or... Yeah, it's supposed to evoke emotion, yeah. right? So, so, I mean, it, it did, did that. that. <laughs> it did that. Oh, God, that's great. Yeah, so that's mine. Okay. I have a story. It's a side note. I'm probably going to edit it out. And I think I mentioned this yesterday. Matt was working in, an, in uh, so he works in an apartment yeah. complex most of the time. He was a contractor and he was working in a, an apartment and then the one next door, apparently the lady died. And he found this out because he was going up to the office and there was a police officer there and he was like, hey, like is is everything okay? Like, he was trying to figure out if there was anything he needed. And he was like, yeah, actually, I'm trying to do a welfare check on this apartment number. And he was like, okay, like, I'll go get a key and I'll let you in. Lady was dead. She was dead and she'd been there for days. He said, I'm so glad that I, like, stopped what I was doing and talked to this police officer. Because really, it probably wasn't his problem. No. Most of the time, they're looking for someone who's shady who lives in these low-income apartments. But he ended up letting them in, and the lady, he said she was bloated as hell. He, he was saw like, her? Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm really oh. surprised that she didn't, like, pop. That's disgusting. I was like, that is gross. That's he was like, I'm terrible. glad she got, like, they got her out of there before. I was like, you know, she's already been secreting God knows what. But, oh. yeah. That's, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my peculiar news is about Fire Festival's own Billy McFarland. Oh, Billy and McFarland. We can go into, because I know you you know a lot about oh, Fire Festival. I know about the Fire Festival. And so we can go into a little bit for, for those who don't know what Fire Festival was. And I'll let you start because you just, you know a lot. You watched many. <clears throat> I watched one documentary. You watched yeah. two. I have watched two because I just found it so interesting. So basically, I don't remember how many years ago it was. A little while ago. I don't remember either. Um, Billy McFarland was kind long. of just... A rich kid who is kind of a socialite mm-hmm. and likes to dabble in kind of different entrepreneurial things. And he decided, wouldn't it be cool if we threw like a concert and it was like really exclusive for just really high income, rich, socialite kind of mm-hmm. people. So if it wasn't Fire, his like company that started it all, wasn't it like a credit card yeah, or something? Yeah, he had like a very exclusive metal credit card that came with a bunch of perks like there was clubs early access to event tickets and mm-hmm. stuff like there was a bunch like a cruise of, for the highest spenders, yeah like there was a bunch of perks that came with this card and one of them was like exclusive clubs and mm-hmm. hangout spots and stuff like mm-hmm. that and so he had he already had this entire group of people that he knew had the income mm-hmm. and would be interested in this sort of a, a, exclusivity. Mm-hmm. So him and... Who was it? Ja Rule. Ja Rule, yeah. <laughs> him and Ja Rule, I guess they met somehow. They um, they started going to this island yeah, that like was Pablo Esc- Escobar's pa- Pablo island. Escobar's island. They were saying. And they would have, like, models with them, mm-hmm. and they would just drink and party and yeah. have fun with social influencers, social media influencers and stuff like that. And they were like, it'd be so cool if we could, like, throw a really exclusive concert here. Mm -hmm. And so they started, Mm -hmm. like, the one condition, I think, of, like, having these people come with them was post about it. Post Mm -hmm. it, post it, post it. And they did a lot of work trying to get, like, the word out there about this. And thus, Fire Festival was born. Yeah. Yeah. And it never really happened. And it was, like, some really famous people who went to that, like, famous models. Mm -hmm. Um... And they would just do, like, hashtag fire festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just started building this... Like, following. Like, of following people. of people, like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is cool. I want to be a part 
of something exclusive. Like, I want to know what this is about. All extremely rich, young, young naive idiots, by Pretty the way. Much, yeah, <laughs> who have never, like, been taken advantage of no. and have had no reason not to, like, trust people. Right. Yeah. Because that they don't live in the they real world. They don't live in the yeah. real world. They most of them did not seem had like had jobs, didn't work, right. just didn't earn off their, their own money. Parents' money. Yep. And so they started contacting artists and building this fire festival following. Like mm-hmm. people were just like, oh, "What's the fire festival?" And they were sharing kind of vague stuff to like draw people in. And they said they were gonna like we're gonna put on this festival. And him and Ja Rule, like, and a bunch of other people just started mm-hmm. pouring money into well, it. Well, and they hired a bunch of island locals yeah. to, like, start building stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, They hired caterers. They yeah. promised a lot of things so to promise. a lot of yeah. people. And for me, yeah, it sucks that, like, these rich people are out a lot of money. They'll get it back. They're okay. I haven't heard anything about any of them <clears throat> being completely lost everything. No, now they they're homeless hard, because they of heard, it. They learned a hard life lesson. They did. But, so they tried to put on the fire Festival. They got some legal issues because they kept using Escobar's Island. Pablo yeah. Escobar's Island. They were, like, really using that to promote it. And they got into some hot water and said mm-hmm. they couldn't use that. And then they weren't allowed to use the island. So they had to move to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they, like, were selling, like, all these different packages <laughs> for, like... Well, and they were saying still that it was the entire island. Yeah. But what they had done was they had photoshopped off this section of island that it was going to be on. Yeah. And we're just posting that, like, this is where it's going to be. And when mm-hmm. you get there, it was not that. Yeah, it was well, they... By the time that they... Because they kept, like, needing more money. Because mm-hmm. the people they were wanting to have the concert on were big people who mm-hmm. needed a lot of stuff. And they were trying to put this on in, like, what, less than a year or something? Yeah, and they did not have enough time. there was event planners and stuff who plan these kinds of things, and it takes years to, mm-hmm. like, build the proper infrastructure to support the amount of people they were going to, and the islands literally weren't big enough. Yeah, and they were going to bring it to a place that has literally, you're building it from the ground up. It's yeah. literally, like, sand. Like, they don't have electricity. No. They don't have, like, there's so much that they didn't have that they had to bring there, and so they were, like... Talking to like DJs and the set and people who were worked in sound systems and all of the managers and for all the different artists who all had their own requirements and their own like set requirements and stuff like that and it was crazy. It was and so they had they ran into a lot of issues. Obviously, they did not have things built quick enough. There wasn't weren't enough properties in that yeah. area for them to yeah, provide they were selling like private villas you, mm-hmm. this package has a private villa and this package has like a super nice luxury tent and like all it wasn't these... supposed to be tent it was like like i don't know they didn't like nowhere did they say glamping no when they get there there's no villas yeah. there are these houses that people were renting out and there weren't enough and then influencers were supposed to be given these for free as compensation mm-hmm. for them going there to promote yeah. and then they so people get there right and it's all just FEMA. Well, first they couldn't even get there. Like, they're on the planes, okay? They get to the airport. Well, because they were stalling them. Yeah, because there was was not enough rental cars. There was not enough rental properties. Like, there was no place to put all these people. But they needed more money, so they kept selling more things. And there was, like, these prepaid wristbands that they wanted them to load money on. That's right. Yeah, so that they had more income. And they kept recommending, oh, you should have at least, like, you know, $5,000 on your wristband, at least. Because like, they were making it cash only, yes, right? Yeah, yeah they were like, oh, pre yep, I remember but that. But then they, they, once they finally got there, there was not enough um, transport to even move them anywhere. Yeah, they get them on, like, what, school buses, like, right? Yeah, buses, and they move them to this restaurant that had zero warning. And mm-hmm. there's literally not enough food to feed all these people. And this little restaurant person little restaurant owner is absolutely bombarded mm-hmm. by thousands and thousands of people with absolutely no warning but she said that people were really understanding and everyone pretty much said that that was like the best part of the yeah, whole fire it's festival. because it was before reality saying yeah and they get to this basically it's not a desert right because it's in the bahamas yeah. but all it is is like sand as far as the eye can see and these fema like they literally rescue. were fema tents it yeah. was like or whatever hurricane just came through. Yeah, it was like leftover yeah, from Yeah, leftover that. from a hurricane they had recently had. And they bought them. <laughs> and they bought them. So it's like tents and mattresses and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mind you, it's pouring. Yeah. Everything's they soaking They had wet. like been working like night and day These to get lo- everything ready. These poor local people. Yeah, they, they who hired haven't been every, paid, by the way. Nope. They hired every local person they could to work on preparing everything. 
and the people like the day or the day before they get there it like downpours mm-hmm. so all of the tents and mattresses are soaking wet mm-hmm. everything is soaking wet nothing is dry and they were like we almost pulled it off which you didn't almost pull it off but they pretended like they oh, it almost pulled it off until it rained well um, there's no festival these people no, yeah. are just sleeping in these wet tents yeah they customs couldn't get water in until like these people were already here so it was lucky they even had Water, water to drink. Yeah. There was nothing, like, no entertainment was no. prepared. Yeah, because like, while, like, they were, like, flying over and stuff, artists started pulling out. So, mm-hmm. like, would put on their, like, Instagram or email out to the participants that, okay, well, we're not doing the festival. And people, like, all the artists started pulling themselves mm-hmm. out of it. And so people were getting kind of like, oh, wow, there's a lot of people who aren't even coming anymore. But it turned into a madhouse. Because mm-hmm. once it got dark... It was like Lord of the Flies. It was terrible, yeah. People were like stealing stuff. Had, Raids were happening. They had, like, just tractor trailers full of luggage. Remember? Mm-hmm. And they were like, it was a free-for-all mm-hmm. for luggage. Mm-hmm. So people were just coming up and started panicking and were grabbing whatever luggage they could. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, going around trying to find the driest mattress. and Stealing like, from stealing each people. other. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. And luckily it didn't, like, nobody got hurt. No one died. Except their pride. Yeah. But it didn't, like, get, like, super bad. But it was going in a bad, bad direction. Bad, bad. Um, and then, so, it, you know, long story short, he ended up going to, to jail for this yeah. because of fraud. But um, at the end of the Netflix documentary, um, there's a quote from one of Billy's associates, someone that, so his name is Mark Weinstein. Um, he was responsible for, like, the festival housing and staff, and he mm-hmm. was one of those people, at least he said in the documentary, that he kept being like, what are we doing? What are we doing? There's and whenever this, yeah. people, like, a lot of people were doing that, he was just like, well, you're not being positive, and if you can't yeah. be positive, then yeah. we can't have you. And it was like, you know, these people's jobs were on the line, yeah. so they were having to, like, just be like, "This is there's no way this is going to happen. He is full of shit. Yeah. And they just had to keep, like, promising people things and trying to come through on their end, which was literally an impossible, impossible. feat. Literally impossible. Yes. And so he was responsible for the housing and staff, for or housing for the staff, the influencers, and the VIPs who were expected to be there. And you can see, like, throughout the documentary, he had a lot of passionate opinions. But <laughs> he said... Billy has a presence where you know there's something behind the smile. I actually wouldn't be surprised if 10 years down the line we're going to be hearing about Billy McFarlane starting some other kind of venture that's imaginative and gets some serious momentum and all this happens in some form again. Yeah. Well, I've got some news for you. Oh, no. (laughs) He's out of prison. So my article, with all that, my article is Firefest. Billy McFarland is out of prison and already on to his next grift. Billy McFarland, the fire Festival guy, is out of prison and ready to take the market by storm. This time, he's putting together a service called, it's capital P-Y-R-T, pronounced Pirate, which he calls a virtual immersive decentralized reality. He likes those Ys. Yeah. Me. Yeah. What could go wrong? McFarland has been in prison for the last four years after defrauding investors out of $26 million for his infamous failed fire yeah. festival. If you're unfamiliar with it, there's an entire Netflix documentary yeah. which we covered. Despite plenty of time to cook up new ideas over the last four years, McFarland has settled on Pirate, which revolves around a real-life island and the virtual recreation of it. Despite adamantly claiming that this is not the metaverse. It certainly looks like it. You can hear all about it from the horse's mouth on his TikTok. In the meantime, it's no surprise that McFarland is strapped for cash, and it looks like he has an idea to help fix that. A link off the pirate website advertises one-on-one counseling for the small fee of $1,800 an hour. You know, because he has such an impressive track record of success. Counseling for what? I don't know. Like business counseling? I suppose. Consult? I suppose. Web conferencing details provided upon confirmation. I bet you won't get any details. To help with cash flow, McFarland has also started a cameo where personalized videos are $69. Clever. And business videos are $2,800, although he claimed it will only run for a limited period of time. You have to admire his hustle, but anyone who seriously thinks about putting their money anywhere near this guy and his ideas should have their head examined. Unfortunately, people are pretty stupid. As one comment says, a new Netflix documentary will be coming in 2024. Oh my gracious. That's the whole thing. It was pretty short, but yeah. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't watched it, 
You really should because just watching like the progression and like the evolution of the fire festival, it, it's just insanity. Mm-hmm. And we can we can post on the inst- on our Instagram the infamous picture of the cheese sandwich. Yeah, because that really says it's it. The all. beginning of the end. Well, yeah, because people were like, "Where? When are we going to get to eat? Yeah. We're starving." Yeah, yeah. They start sending out food from this caterer who has no way to provide food Correct. for this many people. Nope. And nowhere to produce this food. Mm-hmm. It's a cold cheese sandwich. And it wasn't, I wouldn't even call it that. It was like a slice of bread with, with a slice one, of cheese. Yeah, it wasn't even two pieces of bread. No. It yeah. was pretty bad. And someone posted it on their Twitter and was like, Fire Festival, what is this? This is not at all what we were promised or something like that. Yeah. And then that, it blew uh-huh. up. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And it took forever to like get everybody off the island. And yeah. And they still haven't really recovered. And all of the like... The island hasn't recovered. The island no. hasn't recovered. And the restaurant worker talked about how painful it was for her to even remember everything. I know she was crying. She and was. I felt terrible. And then, like, the guy who had hired all of the workers, he was like, yeah, all of these people that are my friends that I convinced to work on this project haven't been paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people were coming after them, too. And, yeah. like, mind you, there's some dangerous people, you know? And um, mm-hmm. the thing for me is that it's the local people that I really feel yeah. sorry for. And then... Billy McFarland is just, like, he's a really unique piece of garbage in the fact that he can get people to really believe in him. He is very convincing. He is Mm -hmm. very positive. He has a lot of charm. And these people really believed him. And they were like, yeah, he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And he didn't. And he is the asshole. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Okay. Internet mishaps. So I found mine on uh, Reddit, actually. There's a subreddit called Petty Revenge. I've had, I follow that one. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. So this is a story that someone submitted and the title is my ex cheated with a married woman. So I turned a picture of them into an ad. Oh, okay. My ex, let's just call him Joe. And I had been together for five years or so. And it got rough after I had to deal with cervical cancer followed by COVID and complications. I tried to get us into counseling, but I was the only one who went. The counselor kept suggesting we talk and do things together. He'd go and do these things with his coworker couple. So it was a couple that were both his coworkers, but they okay. were together. It, it doesn't make it clear in here, so I just wanted to clarify that. Eventually, he just started hanging out with the wife, Karen. I bet she picked that name on purpose. Probably. Not the husband, Patrick. And it didn't take long for me to catch on that there was cheating, so I left and moved out. I worked at a gym, and Joe and Karen would work out together regularly. I snapped a picture of them while they were showing a little PDA. When people sign up at our gym, they sign a waiver stating that we can snap pictures of them on the gym floor for our social media platforms. So, I posted it. I shared it for Valentine's Day for our couple's special and made it an ad to run locally. Well, Patrick saw the ad. He showed up at my Joe's house raising hell, dumping Karen's stuff out the back of his truck into Joe's lawn and telling him that he could keep her. So now, Joe is panicking because his boss is angry that the whole situation is happening and they're losing two staff members. His boss also happens to be his landlord. And on top of that, Joe didn't want to be in a relationship, much less live with anyone. So he made Karen get her stuff and try to find a place to stay. Joe texted me and asked if I would let her stay in my spare bedroom. He never realized that I'd put the ad up. And, of course, I just left him on red. I don't know exactly what happened after that, except that Karen moved back in with Patrick again for a bit, then to Joe's house, and apparently brought her 20-year-old daughter with her to his house to live with them. Wow. That's a hot mess. Yeah. That is messy. I couldn't pass that one up. I was like, good lord. I don't know where these people work but i think he deserved everything that happened to him i honestly think he deserved worse you're a terrible person joe uh i hope you know that and i hope you've seen this and i hope you know that your ex-wife did this to you because it's hilarious and i'm glad that she did you know it was like a a tiny little petty thing that's really not was petty but like yeah it's not like I mean, you didn't do anything wrong. They were in public. No, nobody got physically hurt. This no. isn't, you know, and it's like it's just somebody the ruined consequences your life. Of your own actions. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly, and it was gonna happen one day or another. Yeah. She just expedited the yeah, process let's just a little bit. Yeah, go ahead and get bit. this moving. Get this process going. Yeah, you know? and he deserved. He did. He and Karen both deserved yeah. all of it. Deserved all of it. That's terrible. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Don't cheat on your wife. No. Don't go to it. counseling, and if you don't want to go to counseling and work on things, then don't be together. Nope. That's 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 all I got. Wow. 
That is a doozy. <laughs> so this one is, I think originally from Craigslist, but was on Reddit. Now, some of the comments say this is satire. I don't know if it is or if it isn't, but just, I thought it was funny. Okay. Um, so the title of the post is, please help free my boyfriend. And <laughs> it says, please help free my boyfriend from Wayne County Jail. I need to raise $5,000 for his release. He didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> we have three kids, just moved here, staying with my mom until we get our feet on our feet. So we needed to get some money for food, cigs, and stuff for the kids. So like anyone would, my boyfriend borrowed my mom's boyfriend's gun and went down to the Quick Stop convenience store and asked him if they could give him some money. He like wasn't robbing anyone would. Yeah, he wasn't robbing them. He just wanted to know if they would give him some. If not, he wasn't mean about it, but cops showed up and they arrested him unfairly. Now they are charging him with armed robbery, but he didn't rob no one. All he did was show them the gun, which didn't even have one bullet in it, and ask them for some money. Please, if you know anyone who can help free my boyfriend. He wasn't even mean about it. He wasn't robbing them or nothing. No, he wasn't even mean about it. He just showed them the gun and asked for some money. But the gun wasn't loaded. Yeah, okay. Look, those are the facts. Is this what we're telling our lawyers? Apparently. Also, just for the record, I added punctuation based on how I read this. There was none. <laughs> there was none. There was no punctuation oh my whatsoever. God. All lowercase. Not surprising. Yeah. So, but, like, like the comments said that, like, this area is kind of known for this stuff, and it, they think that it was making fun of it, but no one knows for sure if this yeah. was real or not. Yeah. They, <laughs> he just, like anyone like would. Like anyone that's would. That's what got me. Like anyone would. He borrowed he a borrowed, gun, and he went down there and showed them just the gun politely and just asked, asked for some money. Yeah. Hey, do you think I could borrow some money? Yeah. Look at this thing that got in my he pocket. He wasn't robbing them, he just wanted to know if they would give him some. It didn't even have one bullet in it. didn't even have any bullet. Not so. even loaded. I mean, Not even one bullet. I don't see that he did anything wrong here. So they would like help. Obviously he did nothing wrong. They would like to help free him from his unjust imprisonment. I'm surprised they didn't post a, like a cash app info. Or Venmo. Yeah, the, the, username. the post is cut off so there might be details <laughs> yeah. in the bottom. But that was like the gist <laughs> of the actual content. But there you go. Well, he wasn't even being mean about it. Well, he clearly wasn't as polite as he should have been. Otherwise, this one, no. he wouldn't have gone to jail. Just showed them the gun. Yeah. I wanted Just to see them. in what fashion the gun was shown. Know. Because. That's it. I don't really have, I don't really have a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the title of the thing was, he wasn't mean about armed robbery. So. <laughs> he wasn't mean about it. He wasn't mean about it. He wasn't so mean about armed robbery. My, uh, it's my internet mishap. Okay. Am I the asshole? Alright, so. This is the one that I've been telling you all week. I'm pretty excited about Okay. It's pretty weird, but I think it's very entertaining. Okay. All right. So the title is, Am I the asshole for naming my doll the same name as someone my dad cheated on my mom with? This is similar to the last one, isn't it? The, with the cats? Know, I'm to say. With the cats, yes. A little bit. Okay, so I, 20 female, am a reborn <laughs> doll artist and collector. Reborns are hyper-realistic baby dolls. Yeah, and they're friggin' weird. I have a small personal collection of babies, and one of them is extremely special to me because she was painted to look like the combination of my partner, female 21, because having a kid is sadly not going to happen anywhere in the near future. Her nickname is Winnie because I love Winnie the Pooh and always have. For the last three months, I've been debating buying Winnie a twin brother. In the process of coming up with names, my friends and I came up with the name Robin because of Christopher Robin. So the twins would be Winnie and Robin. I felt that flowed really nicely along with being on the same theme to make a cute twin pairing. I'm aware that my father cheated on my mom for their entire relationship with a ton of women, and one of them happened to be named Robin. When I brought up getting Winnie a twin and naming him Robin, I let my mom know that I would be happy to have her call him a nickname, like Robbie or Rue. And I would do the same around her to avoid needless, needlessly triggering her. She said that was okay. Afterwards, I told her that by the time I actually get him, I would probably end up changing his name. I just can't think of anything better at the moment. We do live together, but don't hang out much. She never leaves her room while my, while my partner and I take care of all of the housework and everything. We only hang out while running errands like grocery shopping, etc. I only bring a baby around maybe 25% of the time. When I do That's bring it, them, huh? only 25% of the time. When I do bring them, it's because the babies are weighted. I use a baby carrier. Um, so she's talking about in public. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she only brings the baby out in public 25% of the time. When I do bring them, it's because mm-hmm. the babies are weighted. I use a baby carrier. It's like a weighted jacket blanket, and it's calming. So the weight of the fake baby is okay, calming to her. I guess. We don't like talk about them much or use their names, really, so I didn't think it would be an issue. They really just exist the majority of the time. They're dolls. I don't treat them like they're real or anything. And I definitely don't force my family to. Turns out even though she told me it's okay and she would just call him nicknames when talking about him, she apparently was talking to my older sister and little brother being super upset and begging them to make me change my mind on the name. While I understand why she doesn't like the name, I don't feel like it's a huge deal, especially because we already agreed on using nicknames for him. If it was an actual living kid, I would never even consider it, but it's literally a doll. She wouldn't need to ever interact with him, even, but maybe I'm totally missing something. My sister and brother think I'm being a jerk for it, but am I really the asshole here? Yes. (laughs) For a multitude of reasons. One of which... I don't want to shame anybody. This is weird. And I understand the concept of, like, the weighted baby being like a weighted blanket okay sure and that's like the only thing that's letting me hang on to like okay maybe don't bring the fake baby that you don't even take care of around your mom then if you want to name it this yeah okay there's a lot of Winnie the Pooh names we could pick something different yeah and I'm just not really I can't relate to this person I I I don't well now like look when I was uh I don't know seven perhaps (laughs) Uh, maybe older, I have, like, a realistic baby doll. One that looked like me, kind of as a baby. Yeah. Um, me and my cousin both got one. And I still have her, because I really did like her. Yeah. And we went to, like, the thrift store and got really cheap, like, strollers. Yeah. And we would push it around the mall, but we were small children. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I did, I love that doll. And I do have her somewhere, because I have intent of passing her on if my children yeah. are interested in it. But at 20? I think it's really nice that your parents let you bring stuff like that to the mall. My par- And it's because my parents didn't want to deal with it. They're like, yeah. no, you're going to lose the damn baby doll in the mall. Yeah. We're going to have to deal with it. We're going to have to call mall security. Hey, have you seen this fake baby? It's going to be a whole thing. So, like, we didn't No, You just played with that kind of stuff, like, in yeah. the house, you know? No, I took, I think I took good care of my little baby doll. That's great. Yeah. This girl isn't. She said we don't even take care of them or talk about them most of the time. So why are you bringing yeah. it? Like, honestly, her vibe is fluctuating a lot. From yeah. Like, this is super important and it's a really big deal to me to, like, it's not even that big of a deal. Like, is it or isn't it? Right. Because, because either don't bring the baby or change its name. Change its name. Yeah. Don't do that to your mom. Yeah. She's had enough trauma, exactly. it sounds like. Like, there's lots of these, names. And those things are expensive, by the way. You're 20 years old, they and you're are. buying these... Well, I don't she know also, how much. She makes, she makes them, too. It says, I'm a reborn doll artist and collector. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I did not realize that she made them, too. I didn't yeah, hear that part. My brain didn't process. But, um, yeah, she said, I'm a reborn doll artist and a collector. So, she didn't even make this one. She, she bought Winnie, a twin and she's brother. she's gonna buy... Yeah, yeah. And named him Robin. Yeah. I don't like I told you it. this was a weird one. It's very weird. I want to know more. I want to know. I so always want to know more about these. it's like the, you know how normally it says like, not the a-hole or a-hole? Yeah. Um, this one says not enough info. People have determined yeah. there's not enough info here. But man, the info but I wanna we do But I want to know things that aren't even pertinent to whether or not she's the asshole. I want to know how many she has. I want to yeah. know. It doesn't say that. At least these two, but if she's the artist and collector, she has quite a few. She said, I have a small personal collection of babies. Yeah. Weird. Just that phrasing <laughs> is weird. Yeah. Oh, no. And I don't for like the it. last three months, she'd been debating about whether or not to do this. To buy to buy Winnie Brothers. That's so what's keeping her up at night. For the last three months, I've been debating. Oh. I feel really sad that... You know, I guess there wasn't a lot of context about why, but that her and her partner aren't going to have a child for a while. It sounds like it's because they're young and that's just not Mm -hmm. in the near future for them. Uh, But I don't know if there's other complications. And if there are, nobody deserves that. And I feel terrible. However, you're 
bringing people into your weird thing that's your thing and you're making it uncomfortable number one and the people who love you have already decided like we're gonna accept this we're gonna let it be a part of like our you know time together and and we're you know whatever because it sounds like you know there's mm-hmm. not an issue with acceptance here no but now you gotta make it even weirder yeah. By bringing your mom's trauma into it. And I know that it wasn't directly named after this woman. No. But just pick a different name. Yeah. I mean, it, it literally. For it, your she fake said baby. that she, they decided to call nicknames and that she might even change her mind. So you would think after all of this turmoil, she, she just, just change the name. Just cha- You already said that you probably were going to. So, I mean, the least you can do at this point is to just change the name. To something less triggering for your mother. That's the least. That's the least. That's what I said. It's the least you can do. As I've mentioned, I have some other suggestions. I have some other concerns. Like therapy, perhaps. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. It's weird. I don't want anyone to be mad at me, but I feel passionate about this, and I don't know why, and it's probably because I'm finding it so bizarre. It's weird. Because, like, you're like, okay, okay, and then she, she says that, she wears them 25% of the time in public. Which yeah. Which I understand. You can just buy, like, weighted jackets. Like, you could, there are, yes. there's weighted things. Yeah. I totally understand. Sometimes like, I bring a blanket in public. public. Like, Absolutely. I bring blankets or to the movie like, theater. wearing, sweatshirts. Like, kind of the bulk. That little bit of weight. I totally get that. Get a backpack. Flip it around. <laughs> that wearing a fake baby in a carrier would not lower my anxiety. <laughs> And it's weird to me that you're walking around with this fake baby strapped to you, which I understand these babies look pretty lifelike, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're not acknowledging it, and you're not taking care of it at all. Imagine going to, uh, like, where do we go? We go to breweries, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine going in there, walking up to get a beer. The bartenders, I feel like they're kind of judgy as it is. And they're looking at you with this baby that probably looks real. So either they've determined that... It's not, and you're weird, or that it is, and they watch you for the entire just time. Ignore the baby. Yeah, entirely. You're there, yeah. just not taking care of the yeah. thing. We saw. We were at the grocery store earlier, me and Stephen, and there was a little girl holding a baby doll, and it wasn't like one of these ones, like the actual reborn, super yeah. lifelike, like crazy expensive ones. Yeah. But it looked lifelike enough that we kept doing double takes because this little girl's holding it and kind of manhandling it and kind of you know like not. Holding it appropriately, and I'm like, is that a real baby? And they're like, oh, it's not. And Stephen was like, do you see that girl with the baby over there? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I thought it was real. And I was like, I did too, man. <laughs> it freaked me out for yeah. a second, but it wasn't. Yeah. But she was like five, the little girl was. I If I were to see this person in public and I thought that baby was real, I would have the same concerns that uh, people did about Christina, the art installation. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yep. be like, is, she, is that baby all right? No. What are we doing? Right. Yeah, so gen- generally, <laughs> someone said, just name it Christopher, this is unnerving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be honest, the doll idea really creeps me out. But I get it, it's your thing, and it's what you do, so I'm going to try to step past that. <laughs> yeah. How attached to the name are you? Doesn't sound like very attached. Since you'd mentioned it'd be fine to have a nickname, can its name just be the nickname? Yeah. yeah. Just cha- Just change the name. A lot of people are just like, yeah, just, that's weird. Just change the name. That seems to be the general consensus, and I agree. I'm glad I'm not the only one, because I'm like, I really don't want to be judgmental here, but I'm judging. Yeah. I'm judging hard. But I guess that's kind of the point of this podcast, isn't it? We gather a bunch (laughs) of information that we're going to judge people. You're the asshole for having a reborn doll. I don't know if I'd go that far, (laughs) but that is what they said. I have one somewhere. That's mean. Some That's people, mean. Some, some of these are mean. Some of them are just funny. Some of them are funny. Some of these comments are something else, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> That's the one I was really excited about. That's pretty good. Yeah. We beat that dead horse. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> All right. So mine is, am I the asshole for threatening to take my sister to court over assumptions of her taking my cat? I, 24 female, asked my sister Susan to house sit at my house for two days and basically make sure my cat's my cat is fed. Long story short, Susan claimed my cat ran out the door under her feet and got hit. I grieved and was so depressed for a good week after. I've had my cat for four years. The weird thing was, though, that my cat was usually scared of the outside. Fast forward, I asked my sister if I can come by. She makes up an excuse. She did this for three days. 
Finally, I show up unannounced and my niece lets me in. Then excitedly asks me, want to see our new kitty? I said yes, and she shows me an exact identical cat of mine. Definitely my cat. I call my cat by its name and she came running to me. The only difference between the cats were someone did a horrible job shaving this one's face. It's long haired. My sister came in yelling that I couldn't just walk into her house even though I've done it a million and one times before. I told her I wanted my cat back and she denied it being mine. I went home and did a lot of research and was looking into lawyers and the evidence I needed. I then texted my sister today, I lied, and said that a lawyer would be taking her to court for stealing my cat. She sent me an angry text back how if I took her to court I'd be a horrible sister and she has kids to think of and I don't and that my lovable cat made her want to get one and blah 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 the kids love their new cat. I told her I didn't care. She told me I was acting crazy over a cat and how she'll never forgive me. I'm not a delusional woman. The cat was identical to mine. Came directly to its name. I love the cat like it's my child. My sister has done messed up things to me in the past, but I never thought she would do this. Am I the asshole? Yeah. No, she's not the asshole. Oh, no, no, I was no, like, no. really? I'm sorry, her sister is. That was yeah. a strange no. sort of events. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think she is. I think her sister is. Yeah, I do too. Now, speaking from my own experience, if I walked into someone else's house and I saw my cat, I wouldn't know. Yeah. I would know without a shadow of a doubt. I would know my cat for sure. That it was my cat. Yeah. Now, if I walked in to someone's house and there was my cat that they told me had gotten hit and died mm-hmm. on their watch, yeah, I you would wouldn't even make it to a probably, lawyer. Yeah, you'd probably have to physically fight me to yeah. keep me from taking this the cat. This cat would be coming home with yeah, me. Like it's coming home. With I me. don't give a. We're crap. not discussing it. It's no. coming home with yeah. me. You're yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And likely, we're going to have some words later. Exactly. I was going to say, likely you will be removed from my life. Correct. Obviously never welcome in my house again. That's insanity. Are you kidding me? I would know. I would know. Yeah. And I would take the cat with me. There would be would no, know. you ain't I, stopping yeah, I mean, me. I have so many pictures of all of my cats. Yeah. Well, and they're microchipped, know. right? Yeah. Everybody except for Harper. But who's, Very good who's, microchip. who's stealing Harper? No one. They I bring know. her back. Kelly, are you stealing Harper? <laughs> Kelly doesn't want Harper. <laughs> but yeah, I would know. Wow. I would know for sure. Yeah, I would too. But yeah, I mean, I would want more information as to what legwork she's done to figure out if figure it's out actually, if it's actually cat. cat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you have to have proof in these situations, right? They're super, they're touchy situations and legality is involved because yeah. it, they treat animals like, like I want, property. Where did you get the cat? Yeah. Can I talk to the shelter you supposedly got it from? Yeah. To the breeder? How old is it supposed to be? Take it to a vet, get it examined, see if you can corroborate age. What's its name? Yeah, what's its name? What'd you name it? The same name as my cat because you stole it? Correct. You yeah. psychopath? No, I would know and the cat would be coming home I'm with like, me and I'd be swinging fists. What's her long-term plan? <laughs> I don't like, know. My sister's just never going to stop by or maybe she'll forget what her cat looks like in a few months and then I'll invite her over. Even if it started out as a, like, I really don't feel like going to your house to house it. I brought the cat to my house because it seemed cool and my kids liked it. Yeah. Give it back. Yeah. And I guess who, I guess someone else was taking care of her kids while she was house sitting? Like, were the kids with her? I don't know. Probably. I bet they should, I bet the kids were with her. The kids liked the cat. She was like, all right, let's yeah. go, kids. kids. We're taking didn't it. connect those dots? Well, that's like, a good point. I don't know. I don't know how old they are. I don't think it's said. Because, like, some kids, like, you know, if they're young enough, they're not going to know to, like, realize. Especially if she, like, took it to the vet or the groomer or shaved its face herself or something. Like, it was probably going to look different enough. Like, was that her attempt to, like, make it uh, less recognizable? I don't know. I wonder if it, like, maybe it did get out and got into something. I don't know. It's just a really bizarre situation. And I... like, what proof do you have that the first cat died? Mm, yeah. Like, did you send pictures? Is there other witnesses? Like, mm-hmm. like, what proof do you have that the first one died? I mean, I wouldn't really want to see a picture of my rover cat. Not, but I don't know. And like, I did you bury it? Like, yeah, did, true. Like, I wouldn't. Did you feel... take it to be cremated? There has to yeah. be some so, sort of paper trail. You're right. So if it was me, I wouldn't feel the need to take a picture of it because that's just horrible. But I would feel terrible, and I would arrange for cremation. Yeah. So, I would want and like anything trail. I could, I'd be getting, you know, the paw prints, I'd be getting everything because I'd yeah. be like, oh my God, this is my fault. Yeah, exactly. But there should be a, a paper yeah. trail or like what a, happened what to happened the to the body? Did you leave it in the street? Because if Did it was buried in the backyard, it'd still be there when what's yeah, her nuts so got saying. home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You could exhumate the cat's body <laughs> if, if there was one. 
Yeah, zoom. Exhum? Exhum. Yeah. You could exhume the cat's body from the ground if it was. Or what did she say she did with it? I don't know. Like, I would be working out... I wonder if there's comments about it. I don't know. I'd be working out all of, like, the, okay, if this isn't my cat, prove it to me. You know? Like, prove to me that you got this cat somewhere else. Did you find it outside? Like, what, what's, what's your story here? Yeah. That's very true. I don't know. So, I mean, alright. Yeah. So, moving on to... Here's the thing. Alright, go ahead. So, mine is... So, I really like vegetables for the most part. There are some that I don't like, obviously, like cauliflower. Mm. But the ones I do like, I eat pretty frequently, I guess you could say. One that I do like that I don't eat frequently is asparagus. Oh. You don't like asparagus? I hate asparagus. It has a weird taste. It's a little vomity, the taste of asparagus. It is one of the three things that I cannot tolerate. Okay. Like, you won't, like, if you were going to die or eat asparagus, well, you'd eat asparagus. I guess I'd eat asparagus, but It'd be really hard for you. It'd be really hard Do you think you would make you vomit? It, like, it has made me, like, almost physically ill before. Okay. It's coleslaw, celery, and asparagus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well... The thing that I don't like about asparagus is that it makes your pee smell. Yeah, I've heard that. And that's why I won't eat it. Well, apparently, so the the odor, I looked this up, <laughs> the odor is caused by the breakdown of asparagusic acid. And I'm like, did somebody make that up? <laughs> asparagusic. Yeah, somebody <laughs> made that that's up. Word. I'm like, that's not a thing. <laughs> um, and apparently your genes affect whether or not you can smell these sulfur byproducts. So genetically you are predisposed to whether or not you smell your stinky asparagus pee or someone else's i guess well isn't that is that, i guess that's similar to the thing like where cilantro to some people smells tastes like soap yeah right? exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. so <laughs> this is really funny to me because i'm like what if you can't like say okay so say it's me and matt right and i genetically can smell it and he genetically can't mm-hmm. and he eats asparagus and he has no idea his whole life that asparagus makes your pee smell and then one day i'm just like whoa <laughs> well i saw this thing on tiktok there's this lady who like is an adult and has children and she's always been called a really picky eater mm-hmm. and she heard something about like being a super taster or something like yeah that. that's a thing a super taster yeah. yeah so she ordered a test yeah that you has like these strips of paper and you like put them in your mouth and you taste them and depending on whether you can taste anything, it determines whether or not you're a super taster. And she was a super taster, and her, her picky child, quote-unquote picky child, was also a super taster. Yeah, so my mom has told me about this before, actually. She had read about it somewhere, and probably, I don't know, on, on the internet, I wouldn't assume that she bought a book about this. But she was saying that you're either like an undertaster, an overtaster, or there's people that are like in between mm-hmm. the two. And I guess it's like super taster, I don't know what they'd call yeah. it. The, uh, the opposite but yeah. so people who tend to be overweight or tend to be, be not picky are usually under tasters actually mm-hmm. so yeah so these people they don't taste things as much as other people so they tend to eat more because of it and they're not picky which makes total sense because yeah. it's like you're not tasting some of these probably really subtle elements of things that make things like not likable but yeah that's interesting that you would bring that up because i've never actually heard anyone else talk about that but yeah so it's not something i'm super passionate about i used to be when i was younger like my mom would make asparagus and i'd be like i'm absolutely not eating that but i like it i like it my family loves asparagus yeah i grew up with them making asparagus and that was just one of those things that I couldn't bring myself to eat yeah right like i have had to like you know force it down a few times but my mom was really good that if there was stuff I didn't, like, I really actively didn't like, and asparagus was one of those things, that she wasn't going to force me to eat it as long as yeah. there was other things that I enjoyed that were pretty equivalent. Like, yeah. I love broccoli, green beans. Like, there's tons of other stuff that I will eat. Totally reasonable. Um, but my grandma loved making asparagus, and I'm not going to lie to you, asparagus went in the trash and probably down the toilet, and my dog probably ate a lot of asparagus in mm-hmm. my lifetime mm-hmm. because I didn't like it. Yeah, I like it. Matt actually tried it. I made it not that long ago, and I had made him mashed potatoes, and I made me asparagus, and I knew he probably wasn't going to want to eat, like, a whole helping of asparagus. But he took one off of my plate, and he tried it, and I was like, oh, like, what do you think? And he was like, oh, yeah, like, it wasn't bad, but I'm not going to eat any. I was like, well, would you have eaten, like, if I gave you a portion? He was like, I guess. He was like, but 
we live out in the country, and probably a lot of men can relate to this, but Matt likes to pee outside. <laughs> like, if he, he smokes a cigarette, so it's not like he's just going outside. Like, he goes, like, to do that, he goes outside, smokes a cigarette, pees outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, yeah, but you're going to smell my asparagus pee, like, in various places in the yard. I was like, actually, yeah, so probably best yeah. to not eat. I was like, asparagus, that. like, I don't love cucumbers, but, like, cucumbers have a relatively mild taste that you can cover up. Asparagus, yeah. you cannot mask it. Like no, it it's is, kind of vomit. It is yeah. asparagus. It's got a strong. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing and like I, it. I uh, I hate it. So. Yeah, so I found out when I read about what causes it. Asparagus acid <laughs> sounds like a bunch of BS. Um, so your pee also might have a strong odor after you drink coffee, eat fish, onions, or garlic. I also know that ginger will, can cause this as well mm. but I found something um in this article by accident that I thought was super weird so I'll, I'm gonna read it it's just really quick maple syrup urine disease so what yeah so people born with this condition can't break down certain amino acids and when they build up the persons with this uh, condition their pee or earwax starts to smell sweet and if uh, your baby has this disease, you might notice a syrupy odor a day or two after they're born. <laughs> They'll need to follow a special diet. So, I watch a show called Call the Midwife. Yeah. And it's about, I think it's based on a, like, a biography of someone who was a midwife in a low-income area in, like, London or something. I mm-hmm. love the show. It's, it's a British show. And there was a baby, I forgot what the disease is called, it was, like... TKA or something like that mm. and their baby had it and they didn't know and she started having a bunch of symptoms and they had to like test their urine or something like that mm. to find out and then she had to follow a really strict diet to avoid the buildup of those toxins in her system mm-hmm. so it's probably that same thing maybe there was a couple different things that are like that too okay. but that one was weird to me because it was called maple, maple syrup, syrup urine, urine disease that's a weird name <laughs> it was weird I was like we couldn't have come up with a yeah, more scientific maple syrup is like so specific for just a general sweet smell yeah hmm. but I guess you know because what if you're diabetic, your urine can have a sweet smell to it too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which was also another thing that was in that article. So I guess they had to like find a way to differentiate it, but that's where you take it? Yeah. Okay. Weird. Yeah. So. Weird. Okay. So my here's the thing. is just kind of general. It's probably controversial. Some people really like this. I hate it. Is <laughs> loud trucks and vehicles. It doesn't like, bother me. It, I can't stand it. And maybe it's because... My house is, like, on, like, really, really, really close to the street. Probably. Okay? I'll go to walk Nova at night, and these loud vehicles that, like, my eardrums are hurting. And there's this one guy on a scooter, and he just always be riding by on his scooter, and it's so loud. Like, and it makes me irrationally angry. Yeah, you sound like you're 100 years old. Yeah. It makes me irrationally angry with these super loud vehicles. Yeah. Like, they're so loud. And, like, they're, like, really gunning it down my 35-mile-per-hour street. Yeah. Like, just so it makes the loud noise. Mm-hmm. And I'm always just, like, wow, I'm so impressed by your incredibly loud vehicle. Like, I'm just yes. really, I'm going to swoon because your vehicle is so loud. Laney might. Laney might. You know, it's some people's thing. Some it's people's thing. It's not my thing. So I don't get, I don't get passionate about it. It doesn't really bother me. If it's, like, right next to me, I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah. I'm further off the road than you are I'm a a good distance like not where I can't see the road by any means but I'm a good distance off the road like enough where I feel like I can let my dogs out and they're not gonna run onto it if I can hear your vehicle from the road and it's not like a semi you probably could hear scooter boy from your house really he's so loud yeah I would have a problem with that it's like just a little scooter it's not even like a motorcycle it's like a little, you know, just a little scoot scoot. If I can hear it, and usually they're pulling out of the little convenience store yeah. at the end of my street. If I can hear them pulling out and it's like, I'm like, okay, it's we see much. you. It's, it's huge. Much. You know? Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's stupid. And I hate it. Yeah. It makes I will. me irrationally angry. And I, I understand it's irrational. It is. How angry it makes me. But it <laughs> makes me so angry. I will comment. Like, I'll be like, oh, what a big man, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I won't, like, Yeah, I make comments where, like, no one can hear me. I'm talking to myself and Nova. Yeah. But I'll be like, oh, wow, I'm so impressed. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Look how loud your truck is. I think it's dumb. Yeah. I'll do that, too, if I hear it down the road. I'll be like, jeez, is it loud enough? Or, like, I'll say something, and Matt's like, who are you talking to? I'm like, nothing. I'm, I'm just like, being crotchety. I just crotchety. don't get people doing it on purpose. 
Like, yeah. you're making your vehicle loud and obnoxious on purpose. But you know that's this, subjective. You know what this reminds me of? Bub rub. Whistles go woo. I never showed you that video. I don't think so. Oh that my doesn't seem god. I'll just show it to you okay. after this because it's not, um, I'm not going to play But like it, some but... people are aiming to have a really loud vehicle and I, I, it makes me irrationally angry. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I think it's ridiculous. I have to play whistles go woo for you. <laughs> I, it is ridiculous, and I I understand. Like I said, you do sound like an old lady. Like it's so uh, sure, funny that's because fine. it's something that would like oh wouldn't gosh. have bothered you before. Maybe but not. now that it's so, it's but, a like, constant it's, in right, your life. It's constant. Yeah. I don't know if Mr. Scooterman he gets off or has some place to go around the same time I take Nova for her last walk, but he just comes on buzzing by, and it drives me insane. All right, so it's an it's a minute and eight, and eight seconds, so I can probably. Pam, city residents have been told this noise is perfectly legal. So tomorrow, they hope to start the process to change the law. The whistles go, woo! <laughs> Anybody that has it in their neighborhood is going to be totally driven crazy. It sounds you like what? Well, you want a woo-woo? It's that <laughs> yes. woo-woo. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the flows. They didn't trip off the flow masses. And decoration, man. It's just man. for decoration. That's, that's it. it. And that's all, man. We do it for decoration. You got it on your car? Yeah, I some Oakland residents will complain about the noisemakers Tuesday night at the city council meeting. Some, some neighbors are saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. <laughs> he supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody, and so that's like an alarm clock. <laughs> Is it only in the morning, Cassidy? <laughs> no, it makes me angry at all hours of the day. There's, there's never a point where I'm like, okay, it's acceptable. Like, it's always going to make me angry. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm at a NASCAR ring or, like, racetrack when I'm in my front yard walking my dog. Yeah, I get that. Like, I want ear protection. I need hearing protection for these people passing my house. You know what the people of Reddit would tell you? Get hearing protection. Probably. <laughs> but I just want to walk the dog, man. It's so loud. And yeah, I realize it's, it's for seconds, okay? They're passing my house and it's, it's seconds mm. that I have to endure the volume that I do. But in those seconds, I am enraged. Does it, when you're inside, does it get so bad that it, like, shakes stuff in your house? Or no, not really. Not really. Not, I don't think so. Not that I've noticed. The reason why I ask is because my best friend, Amy, I know she's listening. When we were growing up, she lived right next to, like, right down in a, like, valley mm. next to a major highway. And when semis were going by, if a tire popped, it you would hear it and it would shake the whole house. And the first time I ever heard it, I was like, what the hell was that? And so I can just not, like, I, I don't know. I can't imagine having to live with yeah. something like that. And I can definitely understand where it would be affecting your quality of life. It just makes me angry. You seem really pissed. It just really upsets me. <laughs> you, I was trying to come up with content, and you said, what are things that annoy you? Yeah. And I was walking Nova, and someone passed my house, and I was like, you know what annoys me? That. <laughs> yeah. Well, look where we are. It triggered a whole, trigger, trickled? It triggered a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Makes me upset. <laughs> it's reasonable. It's just funny. All right. The songs of our time for 1999. Is it me? Yeah. All right. Um, so, really, I like, I pick the artist that I, an artist I really enjoy. Yeah. And then I'll pick a song that I really enjoy of theirs. Um, it's typically how it works. Yes. You will. <laughs> sometimes you just pick, like, a song. Just yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. I pick the artist and then pick the song that I really Every like. time? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that's been it's my system. a really system. systematic way to do it. Thus far, it's been what I, like, sometimes I'm just like, I only know this artist and this song. But most of them, mm-hmm. I really love this artist. I'm trying not to do the same artist over and over again, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to be really selective about the song I choose. But Tyler Childers. Mm-hmm. Love him. He's I'm part glad of, I didn't pick him for this He's part one. of the vibe right now. Yeah. Um, Shake the Frost. Okay. It's, Every it's a song live is good. Every song. He's Every most popular one. for, like, Lady May. That was it? Well, is I it? don't know. That well, was... now it's the way of the yeah. triune god, which we, I was going to pick that for one of them, and I know it's overdone. It's TikTok has played it mm-hmm. out. But I love that song. Yeah. It just like, gets me a moving. And if they played that song in church, I'd go. So <laughs> we're going to add that to the playlist as well. But continue about 
But yeah, so I just love Tyler Shows. He sings yeah. um, Universal Sound yes. is one that I really like by him. It's on him. my workout playlist. And Lady May is one that I really like by him. And there's some others because I've listened to multiples of like a lot of his stuff. You can't but. go wrong with Tyler no. Childers. I don't think there's a song out by him that I haven't heard. And I love them all. I mean, there's not a song that I'm like, oh, man. And even his new album is a completely different vibe, you know, That's because I, I think yeah, he's I off the drugs now. To but. Um, but. It's good. It's really good. Can I Take My Hands to Heaven is a really good song. And I'm not sure if it's meant to be religious. He's just good all the time. All the time it's good. Yeah. Um, Always. And I think Shake the Frost is only available in a live version, but it's fantastic. So He's so good. He is so good. Mine is called Lover Lever, and it's by Greta Van Fleet. And it's probably, do you listen to them at all? I've heard some Greta Van Fleet, but I haven't li- intentionally listened to much of them. Yeah, it's it's a vibe. Like, it's not for everybody. They sound so much like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. But they're like a modern band. It's I think they're amazing. Mm-hmm. The voice on this dude, incredible. But it's not for everyone, and I get that. Because Led Zeppelin wasn't for everyone. Yeah, heavy, like, heavy metal, like, the, that kind of vibe, whatever Led Zeppelin falls into, not yeah. usually my thing. Yeah. And, and Led Zeppelin, there's some of their songs were just legitimate jam sessions, mm-hmm. and they're, like, 12 minutes long. Yeah. And it's just enough after a while. Mm-hmm. So I totally, like, get that aspect of it, too. But Greta Van Fleet, definitely worth checking out. But not for everybody. Not for everybody. But if you appreciate a, a large amount of different kinds of music, they're definitely really, really good. And that's all I got. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that's it. We're mm-hmm. done with this one. All uh, finished. Wonderful.